Happy New Year from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. I'm Teresa Watkins, and you're listening to a special edition of Better Lawns and Gardens on this last day of 2022. I'm joined by our official host emeritus, Tom McCubbin. Good morning, Tom. Well, thank you, and Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you. It's so good to have you here. And we are joined also with the best producer in radio in Central Florida here, uh, Lizzie Lizzie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I pay her to say such nice things about me. <laughs> well, she says it about me, too. We both have to pay. <laughs> until, until we walk out of the room. I, yeah. And then, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pleasure working with you and Guy on Saturday mornings. And so you're just a major part of the success. So at the end of the year, I just have to say I'm very excited that you're here. Oh, and thanks. So. And thanks for including us. We appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. So. Tom, there's no uh, calls or texts no, this hour. Tape show. Yeah, okay, they have a... to wait till next year. <laughs> next year. Next year. That sounds come... like a long time away, but it's not really. It's like, no, we will be back next week from seven to nine a.m. <laughs> and if you miss any of today's show or any of the shows this past year, you can go to betterlawns.com and you can click on listen, and it will bring up all the shows, or even on our iHeartRadio. Uh, app and then lizzie where else can they hear it uh go to uh, wflaorlando.com and you can listen to us there uh download the free iHeartRadio app search wfla orlando um also check out our contest page because you would be amazed at how much stuff that we're giving away and chances to win so i know and trips and things like that right so cool you have to you have to check it out so uh, it's just fun. We're going to have a fun show today. Yes, we are. We <laughs> have a lot of different information to talk about, and then we have some great interviews in our second hour. I can't wait for those. I know. We're, it's going to be so much fun. So so tell me, Tom, over the last year, what have you been doing with your time? You know, I've been doing a fair amount of consultation work and uh, business like you do, but also been doing a lot of gardening, too. And I love my garden. You know, I'm a vegetable gardener at heart. And I've been growing lots of tomatoes, and uh, I just try to uh, separate out the ones that do good and ones that do bad. And and I'll have one, for instance, I'm not going to grow anymore. And that's an All-America selection, but it's Juliet, and and the fruits crack on me all the time. You've talked about growing those in the past. (laughs) Yes, I have, and I keep giving them another try all the time. And this fall really did me in. I mean, with all the rains and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. the hurricanes and storms and everything— and I hardly ever got a fruit off of there that wasn't cracked. And so I'm saying I'm going to go to something else. Okay. And, and some of the other ones, like sweet treats, uh, for instance, I've got my catalog right here. I know. Fact. It looks great. Yeah. And uh, Cherry Prince's Sweet Hybrid, which is a good one. And uh, also Sugary Hybrid. I hadn't grown that one before. And it's done well for me. So I keep trying different ones over the period of time. Sweet Sweet Million, Sweet 100, uh, those are reliable also. And the nice thing about the cherry tomato varieties is that they will grow <laughs> All the way through the summertime. They will. They may not produce quite as well as they will in the spring or the fall. But I find that they're more reliable. I I like my slicers also, uh-huh. Celebrity, for instance, and Champion. But they're the first ones that the insects like also. Caterpillars will come out there and pick those right off of there. And so I, I just decided that the cherry, grape, small tomatoes, we put them in salads. We cut them up. We do everything with them. I really like those. I know you grow tomatoes, too. We do. Guess Tony, there's nothing he likes better than having uh, toast and tomatoes and mayonnaise in the morning for breakfast. He loves that, and it's something that he can eat all the time. Yum. Yeah, doesn't that sound, yeah, doesn't oh it sound good? goodness, yes. I have to tell you, my mother used to send me to school with bologna sandwiches, and another uh, young boy came with tomato sandwiches. And I would trade my bologna sandwiches for his tomato sandwiches. You know what you could have done? You could have said, I will cut my bologna in half. <laughs> you give me half of your tomatoes, we can have them basically a good sandwich. Did you not like bologna? No, I liked bologna too, but I got tired of it all the time. I guess he got tired of tomato sandwiches because we had them every day. But I hadn't thought of that, Lizzie. So, I should have done that. Well, you're welcome. So <laughs> I have to tell you my bologna sandwich. Okay, so I went to Catholic school. And, of course, Catholic schools usually didn't have cafeterias back in the 60s and, and 70s. And so my mom would fix us lunch. And she had six children to fix lunch for. And so we just would, she would bag us lunch, and we'd take it to school. And it would always be bologna sandwiches. Uh-huh. I don't eat bologna sandwiches. And this is when I was seven years old, (laughs) and I didn't eat them. So every day on the way home after I got off the school bus, 
I would throw my plastic wrapped bologna sandwiches underneath the big mimosa. You know, those weeping mimosas that go all the way down to the ground and calyandras. And I threw my sandwich in every day for like a couple of months. And then one time I got home and my mom was waiting for me and she said, Teresa, you don't like bologna sandwiches? And I couldn't understand why. And the neighbor next door had cut back the Caliandro, and there was oh. a pile of like <laughs> 50 bologna sandwiches in plastic wrap that had not rotted. You and were littering. I was littering, but I got the biggest, I got the biggest spanking by wasting oh. food. But anyway, so from then on, she made me sandwiches that I liked. So that was good. Well, you know what they call fried bologna sandwiches. The real I love name, them now. But you know what the real name is? What? Alabama round steaks. Oh. And if anybody calls it a fried bologna, you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> So, Teresa, do you eat them now? I eat the fried bologna sandwiches, oh, okay. and I will eat it, but I, I couldn't eat them when I was little. <laughs> so we are going. To, we have a great show lined up for you today. We're so glad that you can join us. Happy New Year on this special last day of 2022, and uh, we are just going to have a great show. We certainly are. You haven't told us what you're going to be doing. What you've been doing? Well, what we're going to be doing real quick, I'm going to be doing more landscape consultations, more speaking engagements, and hopefully get another book out. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, so I've got I've got to do all that. It'll be number what in the books? Four, number four, and oh, it's going wow. to be gardening with soul, uh, on with theater and movies and all the different types of entertainment. So that's uh, gonna be neat. It's 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 a lot of fun. I'm very excited. I've added to the content this year. So. Can't wait for my copy. There you go. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> you got a lineup right here. I do. I do. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So uh, we are so glad you're joining us. Happy New Year. We'll be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions. You're listening to Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $5. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-975-1374 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-975-1374. 800-975-1374. 800-975-1374. 
2024. New Year's resolution? I've got one. Stop paying too much for cell service. Hi, Brian Mudd here for Affinity Cellular. They're offering up to three months of free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Or keep your current phone. Affinity offers unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. It's one resolution that's easy to keep. Visit AffinityCellular.com. That's A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular. Everything you need and nothing you don't. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Welcome back to a special edition of Better Lawns and Gardens with Tom McCubbin, Teresa Watkins, and our producer, Lizzie Steele. This is a special taping, so if you'd please hold your calls and texts till next year, we will be back next week. That sounds strange. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, Tom, there have been a lot of interesting horticultural discoveries that happened in 2022, and I thought we'd discuss a few. Yeah, and one of them, uh, honeybees rely heavily on flower patterns, not just color. I'm going to need help with this one here okay. trying to figure it out because they're saying it's just, just not the color of the flower, but it's a flower pattern. And right. I'm trying to figure out whether it's the color pattern or the shape of the leaf. Uh, from the story here. And I think you've got it figured out. I do. I, they said the shape of the flower petal that is different than the leaf. And so if they were just going after red flowers, like butterflies do, butterflies go after tubular flowers, but they also go after those bright colors. And so, but bees actually take into consideration the flower pattern to know what to go to. And I thought that was so interesting. So it's kind of the shape of the flower as well as the color and everything. And they know that. So does that mean that bees make a conscious decision to go to a certain plant because of the flower shape? There must be some brain work going on in there, some kind of judgment. Yeah, so it's really kind of fascinating. Maybe they can think like you and me. Yeah, because I go after flower shapes yeah. too, you know, <laughs> and, and leaf shapes. Uh, so, you know, this was a test, or I mean, research study from the University of Exeter. And they said that they have low-resolution vision. They can see about 100 times lower than human vision. So they can see a flower pattern clearly when they're a short distance away. So the color, you know, is probably what attracts them, but they make a decision on what they see by the flower shape and the shape of the leaves and petals. How about that? I used to raise honeybees. You did, and <coughs> you were telling me a little bit of how you, yeah. about how you raise bees, and they got delivered in the mail? <laughs> the mailman brought the bees. Yeah, it was interesting. They come, I'd get five-pound packages of bees. Five pounds of bees. <laughs> Lizzie, how do you weigh a bee? <laughs> Carefully. Uh, you know, let, I'll have to get back with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they'd come in the mail, and it would be in a, a box with the wood on uh, the tops and the bottoms and the sides, but two sides were screens, okay. and they were open. And the box would come through, and there'd be some bees stuck on to the outside. And so we normally got our mail delivery late in the afternoon, okay? When those bees packages arrived, we got it first thing in the morning. <laughs> they didn't want them hanging around the, <laughs> the, mailman the post. Would, uh, the mailman would say, you know, I thought you might want to get this early in the day. So <laughs> you drive down the road there and drop it off where rest of the mail would come in the afternoon. <laughs> wow. Isn't that so? <laughs> well, I wonder if they stuck on the outside, if there was a queen on the inside. There's a queen on the inside. That's it. That's yeah. why. They used to be in a little cage, and the queen was inside. When you put the bees into the hive, then you would take the queen cage out, and it had a little... Uh, 
uh, stopper or something. You pull that out, and they would eat through the the, the uh, candy that was there mm-hmm. to get her out. And by that time, she smelled like the rest of them, so nobody had any problems. Wow, that's incredible. Isn't I just can't even imagine the buzzing that you would hear from five pounds of bees. You know, it wasn't that loud. They were all kind of mm, docile, sort of. Yeah. I, I don't know, because the queen was there, maybe they, I don't know. But yeah. anyway, they were docile, and so you'd open up in, inside the hive, and they'd set up housekeeping in the way, way they went. So, so you got freebie bees. Freebie bees <laughs> on the outside, right? Yeah, Say that quick 20 times. So freebie bees. That's a neat one. Hey, we got another great story here. This is about uh, flowering plants being around longer than we thought. Yeah, we thought that they were here, you know, of course, with the dinosaurs and everything. But, you know, how do they know? What, how, how old do they think they, they are now? Well, they study a molecular, molecular uh, biology or genetics or something like uh-huh. that, and, and they just uh, figure it out. They set the time clock for them. Uh, you know, I guess it's like we time date different things. They can time date the fossils and sure. things of that nature. And one of the plants they studied was jujube, and jujube. we grow that here. Wow, and, and how long has it been here on this earth? Uh, I don't just see. I don't know what 150 million years. Yeah, that's right. Earlier, so I mean that's a long time. 150 million years. Yeah. That and and that flowers were here before dinosaurs. That's older than some of us, isn't it? Yeah, but when when when. <laughs> <laughs> Present company excluded, of course. <laughs> and so, uh, but that means, of course, you know, you have to think about flowers, um, in you know prehistoric flowers, but that were they. Dinosaurs had to have something to eat. Yeah, that's a good thought. So they had to come before the dinosaurs. They had to come before the dinosaurs because there would be nothing, you know, unless they they ate greens and the cycads and the different, you know, types of uh, cycads that were here. Cycads were here early also. uh, uh, One of the first plants. And so very interesting. We still grow cycads. I know. And and jujubes. And jujubes, yeah. (laughs) That's right. Hey, the other, other story I got here is about lunar soil. This is fascinating. It is fascinating to me. And, and uh, this a lot of people from the University of Florida were involved in this. I'm so proud of it. Go Gators or Grow Gators. Yeah. Now, the samples were taken during the Apollo missions, and it's Apollo 11, 12, and 17 missions. Do you know when Apollo 11 was? That was in the 1960s, wasn't it? 1969, July wow. of 69. And what the, the, the researchers wanted to soil to try to tell if they could grow plants in that soil. And so the gentleman who's in charge, Ray Ziegler, Ryan Ziegler, at the NASA's Apollo Sample Curator, I didn't realize they had people like that taking care of samples. And he thought it was so valuable that he sent a total of 12 grams of soil. Wow. And he said that is 2.7 teaspoons of soil. And these little these little plants were grown in like thimble like little pots. Yeah, exactly. And that was from the Apollo 11, 12, and 17 missions. Uh, uh, it's amazing that they brought it back. Now, here's my question: uh, They added water and nutrients, but these are kind of rocky soils, I right. think. Right. So, did they grind it up first? It doesn't say that. It in doesn't the doesn't have any information on it. <laughs> and also, too, it said that the that the sand was compounded by. Cosmic rays, which you assume, right, being out in space, yeah. but that it's solar wind. What is solar wind on the moon? Uh, I'm not sure. I know. <laughs> and, and, and isn't that fascinating? Solar wind. I've never thought, Lizzie, solar I, wind. I didn't think there was wind in outer space. I know. Yeah. And, I mean, the flag just stood there straight, right? It didn't well, wave yeah, in the m- Yeah, but that flag was held in that position, too. So yeah. So it couldn't move. Okay. And then the other thing that was interesting to me in the article was that there is glass. In the moon soil. What? Glass. And so, you know, glass has to come about with, you know, heat. So that means that part of the moon got meteorites or or, comets at one time got blasted. And and so it had to have had enough heat to create glass. You guys are so smart. Isn't that interesting? Well, we read it from the article. I don't know what we're (laughs) smart. (laughs) Again, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And and they were growing a type of crest in there. Yeah. Uh, Rabidopsis is the name of it. And evidently the seedling struggled. And they compared it to soil from the earth and things that they made up that were similar to lunar soil and things of that nature. But the seedling struggled. From stress. 
Yeah. And so, uh, Lizzie, they had the way they had the DNA, the genetic research into it, that these plants, the crest plants, that's an easier way to say it, crest plants, uh, they they grew or developed 1,000 genes based on stress. Yeah, largely related to stress, it says. The roots were stunted also. Uh, The plants took longer to grow, expanded leaves, uh, things of that nature. So I don't know if we want to grow a whole lot on. No, but I think that we should take black cow up to the moon. Oh, now that would help. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? There was a movie out about somebody growing potatoes, wasn't it, on the moon or something (laughs) like that? Or that was Mars. I guess that was on Mars. Well, Maybe the soil is better on Mars. Maybe the soil is better on Mars. We'll have to find out about that. So those are are just fascinating (laughs) Uh, stories and then also too you had another story about the bees going back to the bees where they you, you got them in the mail and they got loose uh, yeah well some of them got loose and they were adhering to the cages when they came so yeah but I'm <laughs> saying you, you, you got they got loose from the wherever your your skeps or your your hives and they stung everybody in town oh that was when I worked them too hard and, and I was out there one night uh, and I, I I guess I smoked them too much and right in our neighborhood, for two nights, they came back and stung everybody. Oh, wow. Oh. And people were outside. <laughs> Did they kick you out of town? Well, this was luckily, it's a little urban type area. And so, yeah, and, and you were very old. There wasn't too many of us around. But it stung my mom and my dad. They were standing out in their garden a long way from the hive. But uh, evidently, the bees remembered. It's, it's your thought process. Yeah, again. there you go. The, the insects have thought processes. Well, yeah. that's interesting. Now, here's another story that I thought was interesting. New orchid species being discovered by the Missouri Botanical Garden. That's incredible. I cannot believe we have close to 400,000 types of plant species in the world, and we're still discovering new ones every every day. Yeah, and, and this is uh, interesting in different countries. And, and I think you and I have discussed it amongst ourselves here that we get into different areas and different situations where the climate's different, and so it's conducive to development of these things. Sure, and then some of them have been growing, and just we're just now finding them. But uh, you know, gro- plants that grow completely in the dark, and some of these orchids grow completely in the dark, and so that's very interesting. And so, uh, you know, for those people who have no <laughs> no sun in their in their house or yards, you know, we have to get some of these orchids for them. That yeah. or the people in the city. Yeah, this isn't just a few number of orchids either. It was a whole list of them there. It is. It's quite a few, and and every day more and more are being found. So thankfully, all this research is going on, exploration, plant exploration. You know, we're going to be we're going to be talking to uh, two uh, plant explorers. I know. Uh, in hour the second two. in hour number two, and so what an exciting hobby! Isn't it amazing that the plants are still being found out there? You wouldn't. You would th- you think we'd find most of them, but every now and then. Nope. They come across a little paradise, a little bit of paradise that's all hidden away. Same with the ocean. They're still finding I more, know. more uh, fish. and yeah. That's, you, that's incredible. Do you think these plants are hybridizing out there? You think that's what they're doing? I don't know. I think, I think there's you know, new species, but that they're also ones that you know, have not had any kind of stress or risk from development. And I think that's the big thing is that we're going into areas that have, are undiscovered. And there's lots of areas in the Amazon no human's ever been in yeah. that we, we know of. Think of the early plant explorers that came to places like in Mexico. They found the marigold. They found the uh, zinnia. They found the dahlia. All those things. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's amazing. That's for sure. Hey, you know, if it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And I'm Tom McCubbin, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private 
insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not. Worth it. If you're self employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. 800 398 0651. That's 800-398-0651. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802 341441 Good morning, Teresa. I enjoy this show. It's getting off to a good start here. It is. We're, we're having <laughs> lots of fun. Yeah. And, and I've got one here about palm seeds. We talked about seeds earlier a little bit. But this is a palm. This is a date palm that they found the seed 
and they germinated it. It was 2,000 years old. Wow. Can you believe that? That's incredible. I mean, I, how do they even know that it's 2,000 well, years old? Well, they dated it from around Roman time. I guess they found it in some discovery, and they found it in a little box where the seeds had been stored somewhere. Wow, it had to have been discovery. nice and dry. Uh, yeah, evidently. And this uh, scientist said, I want to try to germinate these. Wow. And so she germinated them, and I guess she got six seeds to germinate out of it. And they named them. One of them's called Methuselah. <laughs> uh, and I didn't notice. I've already got to go through and check this out. But they say that the Phoenix palms, and I don't know it's correct, that, that have male and female plants. I never realized uh, that. I d- I've never <laughs> seen a, a different female Phoenix. No, maybe maybe it's just flower clusters they're saying that one's, one yeah. is the other one. But anyway, uh, the dates, uh, here's one from Hannah. It's a seed they called Hannah, and it produced dates. And I guess they were expecting some fancy taste from them or something like that. What do they taste like? <laughs> dates. <laughs> <laughs> Just ordinary dates. Nothing Nothing changed over 2,000 no, years. Nothing changed over 2,000 years. That's right. So so anyway, uh, it, that's not the oldest seed. This is an interesting thing here. It says that uh, the record for the oldest seed was when Russian scientists germinated a seed that has been in permafrost for 32,000 years. Wow, that's incredible. Because, uh, I mean, how many cycles or seasons did that permafrost see <laughs> that know. it didn't rot or it didn't, it got just enough to keep it going or, you know, or, or just to a stable environment? You know, I can't think of a stable environment over 32,000 years no, me naturally. Yeah, this is from the Smithsonian Magazine, so I'm sure it's been well researched. But you know, you know how hard it is for you and me to keep seeds. That's what I was saying. I was going. Did the Romans have a refrigerator that they kept them in? Because it's <laughs> warm there. Conditions. Yeah, warm and you know, or a dry closet somewhere. So you know, that is fascinating. And you know, just to update, we have seen a lot of palms declining over we the have. last few years. And this year, in your landscape consultations, did you see any? I've seen. I've seen a couple of them the other day. One big Phoenix palms. A phoenix palm, and I really believe it's lethal bronzing oh. that, that took it out. And I've seen several of them like that. A lot of queen palms, and that's fusarium in the top of those uh, normally. And then some Washington palms, and, and that's uh, rot at the top. But we have Ganoderma, which is butt rot also. Right, and that's where people see those mushrooms, that shelf at the yeah. bottom of trees, because it can happen on regular trees, but it happens mainly in palms. You see it very frequently. Yeah. Now, uh, researchers found a way to determine if the Ganoderm is there, right? Right. University of Florida. <laughs> I just had Dr. Uh, Dylan on a few months ago. Uh, I think it was in September. And he developed a whole set of methods to uh, determine, even if your palm is not showing signs of Ganoderma butt rot, that you have it. And what would be the benefit of knowing ahead of time? Because there is no cure for Ganoderma butt rot, right? No, the only thing about Ganoderma butt rot is once those conks form, they're so full of spores that will go over to the next palm. Right. And it may be also uh, spread through root connection. That's totally possible. Sure, I I guess if they're close enough, yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you know the palm has it, then you could take that palm out and maybe avoid the, the conks. Because the conks are down at the bottom. They may be hidden from the average person. Right. They can even be below ground. Yeah. The average person may not even know they're there unless they see the palm dying out. Mm-hmm. And I have one uh, area where I do consultation work where the, the palms are going out one after the other due to Ganoderma. And, you know, that's not inexpensive. It's it's not a cheap disease. I mean, to replace them, we're talking five $6,000 for the ones that are really super tall. Yeah. And then you got to get back there to do it. You might need a crane. Who knows? Yeah. So it's, it's not a, not, not, not a welcomed, uh, landscape issue. Phoenix palms are even worse. We're talking 10,000 or more. Exactly. On those there. And and you can have the lethal bronzing determined once the palm starts to go out. I guess you could even have lethal bronzing maybe determined prior to that. But what's it going to tell you? We know if the palm has Ganoderma, or it has lethal bron- bronzing, it's going to die anyway. Right. And you can't put back a palm in those conditions, can you? Not supposed to. Not yeah. supposed to, but yeah. 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 Some people do. They clear out a lot of the soil and put a new one back in there, but it's not recommended. So how often should people inspect their properties or inspect their, inspect their palms? You know, I'd go around once a month if I was doing it. I mean, I have uh, consultations at various properties where I'm there once a month. Wow. And I'm checking things like that. And what is your best advice on how not to get it? 
if, you ha- if it's lethal bronzing, uh, there is an injection. There's tetracycline, an antibiotic that you can inject into the trunks. Mm-hmm. So that would probably help out there. Uh, but it, it's not it's not expensive compared to the price of the palm, but it's about $50 plus per palm, and you have to do it four times a year. So you've got about a $200 investment there. Right, doing that. and then and so it's important for HOAs and communities and, and homeowners who have landscape companies that these landscape maintenance companies sterilize their tools. Isn't oh, it? yeah, between palms, especially on things like fusarium uh, rot on the queen palms uh, that gets into the top of them. You want to go through and sterilize this, uh, tools between between the palms anyway. In between the palms anyway, and so that's something that's you know really should be on the the radar of every landscape property manager or property manager's landscape crew. Yeah, all of my communities where we have uh, phoenix palms, I suggest injections, injections, and that's for the lethal bronzing. I mean, it's just such an inexpensive way of protecting the ten thousand dollar palm that you're going to have to replace it sometime if it goes out. Yeah. And I'm in a situation like that. One of my communities has lost two uh, Phoenix palms and they didn't have them injected. So wow. do you see a lot of it? I do. I do see a lot of it. I'm working with two company or two com- uh, communities right now that are losing them one right after the other. Yeah, you can inject for the butt rot and you can inject for the fusarium. Those are queen t- uh, clean tools and just... Uh, uh, you know, you can't the, the butt rot. You can't stop. I mean, no. the spores spread all over the place. So it's kind of a problem. sad situation. But hopefully, with research and with new developments in the future, we're gonna we're we're gonna find us something that will resolve it. Yeah, sounds sounds good. All right, and so we have a special show uh, today. We're a tape show, no calls or text messages, but we'd love to hear from you. We'll t- be here next week live from seven to nine a.m. From the Florida, from the Responsible Solutions Studios, I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit flhsmv.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. There's no place like home for the holidays. Most of the time, that's true. But a lot of homes are filled with dysfunction, drama, and difficult family relationships. Christmas can often bring more pain and frustration than comfort and joy. Well, think about this. Jesus was born into a long line of sinners, even though he was without sin. His family tree includes liars, wicked kings, a murderer, and even a prostitute. Talk about dysfunction. But through it all, God was in control, accomplishing his master plan. Jesus was born so that we could be born again. When we place our faith in him, we enter a new family as sons and daughters of the living God. Now, all of this may not change your family circumstances, but maybe it can change you. Christmas reminds us that the Lord is able to make something beautiful out of anything, even broken family relationships. This is Bryant Wright, wishing you a Merry Christmas right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens, and we love to talk to you. Tom, this has been an interesting year, and so I kind of wanted to talk about the interesting things that we saw in our consultation. Yeah, I, I think you have one of the best ones. I am telling you, this was freaky. And so I went to a, I have a client that had a just a wonderful 19, late 1950s home, and they had regular turf in the front yard. That was kind of sloped. They were above ground a little bit. It was kind of sloped down to the driveway and regular turf in the backyard. So, of course, you kind of estimate and give a bid or proposal, you know, a two-day demo. No, not a big thing, demo. We got into taking out the turf, and the sod cutter kept jamming, kept hitting something uh, hard. So we started digging with shovels, and underneath, in the backyard, we found a 20 by 10 patio, two by two pavers that were buried about two and a half feet, two, two and a half feet, some areas, three feet wow. underneath the ground wow. with the sod over on top of it. Wait, how is that possible? I don't yeah. know. And then we kept digging up cement blocks in the backyard and a brick walkway with other pavers that were different sizes. And then... And as you're coming through the side yard, there was an oil um, uh, heating drum, unit. Yeah. yeah, oil drum buried underneath the ground, about eight inches mm. underneath the ground. We literally just hit the shovel in the ground, and we hit clank, clank, oh, clank. Wow. Yeah. And it went down the whole <laughs> length of this side yard. It was, it was about 15-foot area. And then we come into the front yard, and we're putting in irrigation. And my, my landscaper says, Miss Teresa, come look at this. And he's digging in the soil. We find an 18-inch cement wall underneath the ground that was curved. And we just stopped looking for it. I don't know how long it was, but we left it buried. And so a two-day demo turned into a nine-day demo with over three tons of stone taken away. I know what happened. Can I tell you what happened? Yeah. They wanted to, the new owners or whoever prior to, wanted to raise that, the level of the land up higher. Rather than taking everything all out. Yep, just Just cheaper, bring in the dirt, cover it, and there you go. I, I called it Machu Picchu. Okay, so I found Machu Picchu, <laughs> and so so that was the most interesting consultant your, your your client that I had. Your must have gone up on that. Oh, it did. We we lost money on it. I guess so. We lost money on it. But so tell me what, what interest. Well, I've got one other uh, little follow-up like that. A, a long time ago, I saw this kind of circular pattern in, in, in a lawn area, mm-hmm. and I wonder what caused it there. So I went out and dug down. It was where a curve had been. They were going to put a road through. And they sodded over top of it. And when it got dry, 
this little curb pattern would show up because the grass would be stressed. Isn't that so funny? So I dug down. You can't take out the curb, so I just left wow. it there. Wow. Yeah. How many times that happens? And a hundred years from now, they're going to dig it up or they're going to find it and they're going to say, oh, what happened here? You know, yeah. ancient, well, ancient discovery. Yeah. Well, you need you need to get like a stone tablet. You need to etch what it is, put some type of layering so it doesn't wear down. So whenever they do find it, then there's an explanation. Yeah. There we go. We didn't want to spend the money. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that had to be what happened. I mean, they just had to fill it over top. Yeah, you uh, that's funny. You discovered a sunken garden is what you, you discovered. Did. Yeah. Well, mine was... a. Uh, uh, in one of my communities was a large ficus tree. We don't see that many old ficus trees. In Not here in Central Florida. Not in Central Florida. When I first came to town in the 70s, they were in Orlando. There were some fairly old ones there. But this one here was along a pond in, in a community where it was a retention pond. And the, the roots came out from the tree and were right around the edge of the retention pond. When I walked up to it, I thought it was a concrete edging around the pond. I it said, was that big. Yeah, big, thick roots. I mean, they were eight inches in diameter or more. Wow. All, all along the edge of it. And then they went up into the yard. And, and uh, I asked the people whether they had any trouble with the palm, uh, with the roots from, from the uh, ficus. And they said, no, they didn't have any trouble with them. But they were all up going up through the yard and everything. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it really interesting. The other one I had <clears throat> was after the hurricane. I went out and I was looking at trees and damage and I ran across this tree that the root ball was still in the shape of the container and uh, in the ground. And then on the surface of the ground had roots gone. These are big trees. They weren't small trees. They were oak trees. Uh And the roots were all across the surface of the ground. It was amazing. I I didn't get a picture. I wish I had. But it Uh. just tells you. <clears throat> that you've got to break those root balls apart when you plant something. You do, plants. and it's something that should be done every time you buy a plant, just to ins- inspect the roots and before you before you plant them, because that plant doesn't know it's growing or anything's changed, and so that stimulation of the roots, cutting them or you know shaving them, is even recommended. Uh, right? Otherwise, it will just wrap around and around. And the plants that I plant that I have the toughest time with that are camellias and hibiscus. Mm-hmm. But once they come out of that pot. If those roots are in that pot shape, they're going to stay in that pot shape. And five years later, you're going to wonder why the plant died. Well, see, and I've <coughs> had that with the small uh, two-quart hibis- uh, azaleas. Azaleas, same thing. Say, yeah. Azaleas will exactly. girdle very easily. Yeah. And, and then they die two to three years later, like you said, and they, and, and they uh, you know, just die, and uh, you don't know why they died. Or you're not going to be able to keep them wet enough. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. And, and keep moist people say, why did it die? But it just didn't grow out of the root ball. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And so make sure 2023, one of my resolutions, one of our listening audience's resolution, be to check all the root balls and just, you know, stimulate your root balls. So when you put them in the ground, you either break it apart a little bit if they're if they're that compacted or you shave the edges. University of Florida says shave the outside of the tree roots mm-hmm. off. All of my landscapers do that. That's that's very important. That's that's important. Tell let's discuss vegetables. How uh, yes. that's your favorite topic. And so you are the expert on vegetable gardening. Well, I got a new broccoli called Lieutenant and it seems to be very good, doing well for me, nice heads for me. And and I've got a, a cauliflower which is called amazing. Not all cauliflowers varieties do well. Florida's different. And so you have to pick the, the varieties that, that do, really well. do well. And the University of Florida always has recommendations for varieties that do well here in Florida if you're looking for them. Yeah, but a lot of those, I'm going to be honest with you, are older varieties. So you've got to try some new things. This uh, new one, Lieutenant, is a brand new one out there. And the uh, Cauliflower Amazing is fairly new, too. So mm-hmm. not a good I've got a whole list of tomato ones also, but I just love, love mine. And as far as corn, I'll go with Silver Queen. I've tried some new varieties. This year I tried Peaches and Cream. And it just rotted out on it. It did. We, we had a lot bigger. of rain, though, at the end of the summer. Well, this was in the spring. Was it? And it just rotted out on me in, in the ground. So. Oh, my goodness. But I went back and put Silver Queen in. Didn't have any trouble at all. Well, so. Doesn't that make you feel better, Lizzie, that Tom's corn rotted on him? <laughs> no, it does not. Well, it just, but it just gives you hope that everything. Here's a plant expert. And, you know, we, we our plants die, too. Uh, you know what? I still, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And so, so what, now what, did you try any new vegetables? Well, uh, in tomatoes, I tried some new ones, sugary uh, and uh, uh, sweet, uh, Princess uh, Sweet Cherokee. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, that's a neat one. Uh, but uh, Valentine, I tried a new tomato mm-hmm. there. They were all good ones. Mm-hmm. So they'll do There's well. so many new varieties of vegetables coming out or, or seeds that are available for new vegetables. We'll ha- you'll have to come on and we'll have to have a show next year. 
of that next year for 2020. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Yeah. You keep saying it. Is I it going, know. To, going to occur? We got New Year's resolutions too, right? Sure. What are your New Year's resolutions? Okay. <laughs> Here's the first one. Repair the fence where the bear came through. There you, oh, <laughs> there you go. Is that on your honey-do list? Uh, it's been on my list for a good while. But I repaired it on the side of my neighbor, but this is on the side of the nursery next to me. And it's a big hole. And, and the bears come through it since. So do I leave the hole there? Is so expecting it. So can I leave the hole there so the bear keeps coming through? Sure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I'm going to reduce my plant collection also. I, I've just got too many things. I have too many re- repeat performers. Have a plant sale at your house. Hmm. Might do that. That'd yeah. Be. I think that you'd have a lot of people coming. They want all Tom McCubbin plants. I'm sure they would. i got so many Sansevieria. I see them <laughs> at the store for such a high price. And here I've got all these Sansevieria plants in pots. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I am going to uh, really, I've redone my front yard. It's not finished yet, so I'm going to accomplish that. And then I'm tackling the backyard. And so I've got a lot of renovation going on next year. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah, Lizzie must have a resolution. I don't do resolutions, but I do do improvements. So my improvement will be with my health and my house. There you go. That's a wonderful (laughs) one. So Lizzie, we want to ask you, what was your favorite show for 2022? My favorite show was with Tom. I mean, Ah! seriously, it really was. I offered her five bucks. So uh, (laughs) I'll meet you in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. No, we always enjoy having them. And you're going to be here all next year where you're going to be, you know, Filling in for me when I go to England. I can't wait. And, and div- doing I'd like to go to England with you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I got to be here filling in, I will do that. Yeah, don't spend the money. We can get it all free from Teresa. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. There you go. That, that's wonderful. Tom, we'd like to wish our Better Lawns and Gardens sponsors that are that, that support our show. They're, they're one of the best in the industries, and that would be Black Cow Manure. We love our Black Cow. And then Quality Green Specialist in Deland, Dana Venrick, has one yes. of the wonderful, most nicest gentlemen you'd want to meet. But his, his stock, his native plant stock, I am going there and I'm getting winged sumac. Oh, okay. I am very excited about that. So that's going to be for one of my client installations. And then also Peterson's Nursery down in Lake County, I mean Polk County. And then Summit Responsible Solution Studios. They are the best. Uh, you know, we can't do without yes. mosquito bits and oh, mosquito yes. I ducks. Use them. Yes. And they've got a great year-round <laughs> spray for your plants. And then the Apopka Art and Foliage Festival, always great. Thank you so much for uh, listening to us. We're going to be back for the second hour. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins and Tom McCubbin, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment. Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year to everybody. Yes. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.